Hey guys, this week, Awesome Cast 105, it's WWDC. We're going to talk about what's new in the MacBook Pros and salivate over them a little bit, probably. Uh, talk about iOS 6 and a little bit more, including shared data plans, and are they freaking worth it? All that and more with this week's Awesome Cast. Hey guys, it's Awesome Cast 105 from the studios here in Pittsburgh, PA. I am Mike Sorg, and we're ready to talk tech, talk banter, and what? Yeah, something like that. I'll get it right one of these weeks. With us, uh, well, Rob's out uh, saving the world or something, uh, so we're going to keep an eye and see if he hops up on Skype here behind me. Uh, in the meantime, we got with us on the couch, as usual, he's fuming already, Chachi. So uh, angry. Insert coin to begin.com. Yes. You're angry. We got our Twitter account back. We did. <clears throat> or you did. Yeah, so that's good. Excellent. Back Excellent. to you, Sorg. Back to me. Yes, it is. Um, also with us is AJ's back. Hi. Hi, IT everybody. Dude. Hi, AJ. Now I, recently relocated to where now? Uh, I'm now in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I actually just got back from Charlotte 20 minutes ago. Uh, I drive a lot now, so You're a traveler. I might I might pop up in random places. You're definitely a traveler now, yes. Yes. And you also, as you were telling us beforehand, you have a new podcast. I do have a new podcast, and I if you guys really want to listen to this, it's at your own risk, really. Um it's it's a podcast I'm calling Talking to Myself, where it's literally me and my iPhone, and I just record myself talking for forty five minutes. So if you really want to listen to that, and I don't know why, but if you do, uh, I'll, 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 I'll send Sorg the link, and he'll send it out in his newsletter of some kind. Please do. Please do. All right. And, of course, this is the awesome cast where we talk tech uh, from, you know, guys that aren't in those areas. It's awesome. Where it's all tech. So, you know, representing Pittsburgh's opinion and Raleigh, North Carolina, apparently now. Uh, you can uh, check out all of our episodes here at AwesomeCast.com. You can also drop us an email to contact at AwesomeCast.com or Twitter at AwesomeCast. We're on Facebook, of course, so like us there. Follow us, uh, circle us on Google+, and uh, you can have the opportunity to jump into the hangout over here like Fuzzwad is dropping in there. Uh, go and wave, Fuzzwad, for the video people. Dropping deuces. That way, that way. There he is. Aye. You can go hang out over Aye. there. Deuces. Here, we'll go and bring you up here until... Is this you? No. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is you. No, you not according to the Hangout. Okay, cool. Hi. The Hangout lies. The Hangout lies. Yes. So we are here uh, you know, to talk what's going on. And actually, actually, uh, Frank here joined us uh, yesterday for the WWDC coverage we did in conjunction with uh, Uncle Crappy, Mike Pound over there at timesonline.com for the Beaver County Times. Uh, we, we embedded <sighs> the uh, Hangout over there, and it was interesting. Uh, Shadow, Derek, Shadow at Shadow on Twitter, uh, joined us as well. Um, I wish I could have. I was working somewhere, and I had a whole <laughs> lot of downtime for a couple hours, and yeah, I was real yeah, mad you know, about it. You know, you know. It, it happens. It happens. Uh, I, I figured you'd join us from a hangout in a car somewhere, uh, somewhere along the line or something. That so, is not legal in certain parts of North Carolina. That's like, true. I don't really think that's legal anywhere. Legal. So, um, no, 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 no. Uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, actually, you are not allowed to use your phone regardless of what you're doing. Oh, wow. Because I know yeah, they actually have like if you're using your phone in any way, hands free included, uh, you're not you're, that you're allowed you're ticketed. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, except if you're calling your parents, spouse, kids or significant other. Sure. Which is a huge loophole. This is my mom. I swear. This is my wife. I was texting my mom. Is hey, what about uh, GPS? GPS included? You're not allowed to use it. But like just GPS in general. <laughs> you, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to know where you're going. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get right into it. We got some uh, fan interactions here a little bit. Uh, Frank uh, actually is the one that emailed these in. Uh, well, since you're here, maybe you can tell us about this. Uh, first article I have here, if I can find the right mouse, is Samsung pulls an Apple, tells users how to not hold their uh, Galaxy S3s. Mm, this sounds familiar. Yeah, I really didn't read into this all that much because it came out like three minutes before WWDC started. Mm -hmm. But it, it was 
it just seemed like one of those just awful downfalls and horrendous timing, especially considering the legal battles back and forth between Samsung and Apple. And now it looks like Samsung is losing just in that same almost embarrassing way that Apple was before. And right whenever Apple was announcing their new iOS. So it was pretty much a, about the worst timing Samsung could have for this to come out. Uh, I, I will disagree, sir. That is the best possible timing they have to come out with that news. Do you know why? <laughs> because why no that? one heard it. I got to say. It's literally like, it's like dropping a press release at 530 on a Friday. It is. No one's going to cover it. It is. I, I haven't seen this anywhere in the last two days of coverage this anywhere. Is right. That's what you do. If you're going to draw, if you're going to put out some bad news, put it out right before Apple does something. Oh, yeah. This- no one will be paying attention. <laughs> Or or uh, firing an entire office right before E3 or, you know, during E3 because, you know, no one's going to pay attention to that THQ. Yeah, it was THQ that did that. San Diego office, San, gone. And now who's San Diego in charge of? What? Who, what, what was San Diego uh, known it was for? Just, it was just uh, general office. Oh, it wasn't um, a developer or anything. No. Okay. But, yeah, gone. Man. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, this has really kind of slipped under the radar. How big of a problem is this that, that you've noticed uh, so far there, Frank? What? How, how, <laughs> how big of a problem is this uh, for? Is it as, I don't know, it seemed even like the, the, uh, the Apple one seemed like uh, you had to really fight for that issue to happen. No, I don't, well, I, I don't know because the phone's not out yet. Oh, that's it's right. Pretty not the Nexus. Oh, I see, I see. I, 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 I confuse a lot on well, the just. Uh, Remember, kids, there's like a million Android phones. Don't grip your phone like a vice grip. (laughs) Exactly. You may just like (laughs) tense individuals to issue with, you know? Um, So, and you had another one here. Uh, Shall I read your email? Or do you want to tell us about this? uh, What's going on with 4.04? Oh, that was just me being overly excited that it finally came out after six months of having a Nexus phone without any updates. They decided to update it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Thanks, Verizon, for holding that up. <laughs> update not found. What's wrong there, Charge? said update not Oral. found. Yeah. Oral Ford. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should talk about the uh, the big thing yesterday, of course. Uh, you what know, big thing? There's a big, there was some kind of big announcement. What big thing? Down I have no idea what I you're talking about. I think I know what you guys are talking uh, wait, about. What do you, yeah. Was it another E3 no, 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 you guys, you guys, this did actually Sony, happened did yesterday. Did Sony do something? It was big news. It was really big news. It happened on the West Coast. Huh. Microsoft had a conference. Every oh. What? Yeah, there actually, there's actually a Microsoft conference going on somewhere on the West Coast right now called uh, Tech Ed. And uh, the funny part for me, uh, being in the whole virtualization cloud game, is Microsoft is taking shots right now at VMware, and it is hilarious. Hmm. That's your territory. Though. That's my territory. Uh, Chachi, was there another announcement? I don't. I don't know. I, I feel don't... like I'm missing something important. Hold on, hold on. Let me look at the notes. Oh, wait, yeah, I'm. I'm bringing it up here too. Um, oh, that's right. That WWDC that was yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. how could I forget? Okay, so they, according to Apple's site, because none of us watched WWDC here. Right? Right? No? I didn't. No, no. Um, (laughs) According to Apple, uh, of course, we saw the MacBook Pro with Retina display announced. I know, AJ, you were tweeting about this as it was getting announced here. I was was tweeting about it as it was getting announced. Um, My uh, coworker bought one. Right off the bat. And not the base model kits. <laughs> oh, he, he put out. A, he bought a small car. Um, Basically, because this thing starts at twenty one ninety nine. It starts at twenty one ninety nine. If you pri- if you put sixteen gigs of RAM and the seven hundred sixty eight or seven hundred sixty eight gig SSD in it, it's thirty five hundred dollars. Jeez, and which I- my boss has already told me I'm not allowed to expense. I asked. <laughs> it's always polite to ask. Um, no, I think the bigger one for me. And for a lot more people than the people who have two grand to drop on a 15-inch MacBook Pro, um, is the MacBook Air updates and the regular yeah. MacBook Pro updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ivy Bridge chips, 
Uh, it's the third generation of the Sandy Bridge chips. They are uh, very, very fast, but very low voltage. Uh, I have the previous generation of my MacBook, and it is pretty awesome. Uh, they now support up to 16 gigs of memory from Apple. Um, they have supported 16 gigs of RAM in them for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know if you could get 32 in them if they ever come out with 16 gig DIMMs. Um, the Air now has uh, now supports up to 8 gigs of RAM. This is very important because you cannot upgrade the RAM on a MacBook Air because it is part of the motherboard. It's soldered Many in. people don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not even just soldered. It is literally part of it. It's just regular chips on the motherboard. Now, uh, there's speculation that the new MacBook Pro is going to be the uh, same situation. It likely will be. Um, I would not be surprised if they did a teardown. In fact, I want to say somebody did do a teardown already. Um, they, a couple people, the Verge and Engadget got their hands on it. They said the screen, if you've seen an iPad one, do an iPad three, that is the level of quality we're talking on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting part, uh, I don't know how many people saw this. There was a, uh, a post today on Engadget of the quality of Chrome, versus safari on the new macbook pro um the text rendering apple does it natively in the os chrome doesn't hmm. so chrome looks like hot crap on the new macbook pros oh geez um, yeah it, i saw that it's pretty bad it looks real real it looks like iphone 3gs to iphone 4 in terms of quality next to each other screenshot on the same screen at like the highest quality well of course it's going to take time uh you know Apple's got a head start because they knew this was coming and have all their apps prepared. I saw updates for Final Cut already. They talked about updating that. I'm sure it's rolled out already for Aperture, other other random things. Yeah, I have iPhoto got updated. Um, I just updated a bunch of apps on my on my Mac today. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they're going to have it. Of course, all their stuff's going to look great. They said it, it is nice. They said that uh, Photoshop is looking at being updated for Retina. Um, they need to be. Holy crap. The Final Cut Pro updated for the retina the preview window is full 1080p now yeah yeah they, they they keep showing uh your whole thing like you know all your controls out and everything and that that window is uh actually they showed a little bit we showed a little bit here previously if you're on video um from from what they have here so um but that's pretty incredible right there yeah the the macbook air updates are really they're good iterative updates. They weren't going to do anything crazy. The form factor is selling like crazy, so they're not going to change that too much. Basically, the MacBook Pro, from what I've been reading in the reviews, is that it's not quite an Air. It's because it's not tapered mm-hmm. like the Air is, where it's thicker on one end and very, very, very thin on the palm rest area. The MacBook Pro is actually the same, the same thickness the entire way from screen to palm rest. So it's just like a really thin MacBook Pro. And really how they did that was getting rid of the Ethernet port and getting rid of the FireWire port. Hmm. So they actually, if you look at the side of your MacBook Pro sword, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at that, and I think you have a fairly recent one. I have a 2009, so it's, it's, about, yeah. it's about the same. Yeah, so if you took the That's Ethernet today. port out and you took out the FireWire port and you got down to the thickness of, say, USB and DisplayPort, that's the thickness on the side now. Mm-hmm. So that's how they were able to shave down all that space and get it down to the thickness of an air without having to really give up what they are. And I love that they, in their video, they're like, you know, what would we do if we completely reimagined this? What would we do? And they didn't really do much. They just kind of shaved it down. Well, they, well, they do say they're, they're shedding old technologies. They're on the yes. way out the door. There's no fireware on this. There's no Ethernet, but you can get adapters. They're starting to sell adapters for that now. Uh, for uh, both of those, the um, Thunderbolt—it's a Thunderbolt to Ethernet and a Thunderbolt to FireWire 800. So FireWire not dead yet, kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the entire media uh, community would kill them for that. I don't know what else I would use on my cameras. I, I mean, I don't have like super. I don't have like a red camera or anything like that. I have some Sony's right. and some Panasonic's, like really kind of prosumer stuff. But still, FireWire kind of is the thing. It is the deal. Um, However, told- we got to pause. We have to have a moment of silence, everyone. Oh, shit. Real quiet. Chachi? Yeah. You're ordained on the internet, right? I am. Okay. We need to say a quick prayer for the 17-inch MacBook Pro that is no longer with us. Do we really? No. 
No. I'm just saying we could probably just, you know, quiet it down a little bit there. Well, we can do a moment of silence. I don't think our prayers needed. All right. Go ahead. And we're done. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, the 17-inch MacBook Pro is no longer with us. Um, it was sad to see it go, mostly because now everybody's going to want to make 15-inch laptop bags. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I finally don't have to buy a 17-inch laptop bag. That's really what that comes down to. Yeah, I guess it always seemed like it was too much because I, I was asked if I wanted a 17-inch when I got this one back in 2009. Um, and it was like, I don't think I want to carry that thing around. You know, it's a little much for me. If, if it's pretty much your desktop replacement, go for it. But, you know. Also, um, yeah, that's Real actually quietly. what I was looking at whenever I got my uh, whenever I got my MacBook Air. It was based on my finances at the time, whether I got the 13 inch MacBook Air or the 17 inch MacBook Pro. Obviously, uh, they weren't as good as I had hoped, and I ended up with the Air. But shortly after I got this, I picked up my sister's uh, 17 inch MacBook Air or MacBook Pro, and yeah, it's just that thing would be just cumbersome to carry around mm-hmm. and yes. yeah i'm glad i ended up going with this just because that it's a good it is powerful enough to be a desktop replacement but portable is not its strong suit no it is it's it's a seven pound laptop oh geez it is yeah. uh and for for apple still like seven pounds not terrible my old thinkpad was seven pounds and that was a new core i7 laptop my MacBook Pro is 4.6. By Apple standards, that's where you're looking, and 7 is not on that radar. Um, mm-hmm. But very, very quietly yesterday, very quietly, Apple updated the Mac Pros, too. Which, like... Don't internal, tell anyone. Like, internally, though. Like, I mean, the chips got, got overhauled a little bit, right? But they're they, still... They're still the cheese grater. They're still the cheese grater. They're still... I mean, they didn't get updated that much, they what? did put the uh, Xeon E3 chips in them, which okay. are the Sandy Bridge uh, base chips. They are six six gigs of RAM, terabyte hard drive. Seriously, just go buy an iMac, everyone. Just don't waste <laughs> your money. Go buy an iMac. Well, you somebody get a much needs nicer this. screen, which so- is a screen. Somebody needs this uh, for for something this this much. Uh-oh. If you're gonna go buy it, listen. Just just for me to you. E3 chips are not expensive. Just saying that. Uh, you can A Sandy Bridge chip and a Xeon E3 chip are the same price on Newegg. I've priced this out because I'm looking for them. The motherboards are a bit more expensive. The big one that no... Oh. Did we lose AJ there? Well, he's uh, reveling in no sound. Just real quick, we'll have another moment of silence for the update yesterday to the Mac Pro mm-hmm. that is no longer with us. What? Apple, Apple took down the new banner from the Mac Pro on their website, and all that it is now is just a minor spec bump. Nothing that they're saying is an update or anything now. But yeah, the uh, the 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 big pricing difference and the reason it's twenty five hundred dollars is that it uses air checking memory, and that's very 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 expensive. So. Yeah. Exactly. And this is something, I mean, I, like I said, the, the, the video house I used to work for had 2007s that really had a lot of life in them. You know, they were still using it when I left a year ago. If anything, they needed more RAM. You know, uh, you buy one of these, you're going to be using it for five years, probably. So, I mean, that's for, for video houses, I understand. Uh, but I, this has got to be such a low margin for them at this point when they're pushing out Mac Pros and, or, or I'm sorry, uh, MacBook Pros and iMacs. So... Well, I'm thinking that the people who are buying Mac Pros are buying not the base model. <laughs> they're no, buying no. The, the two the two six core with no, the twelve no, gigs of memory, not, which is thirty eight hundred. They're not getting Those the. This is just enough versions of it, um, unless they're really looking. Unless they're really looking at. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just realized we still have the other AJ up here, so. <laughs> I'm trying to restart that computer there in case Rob comes in. Um, but the uh, other thing is that they kept the server, yeah. So you can still get OS 10 line server. Uh, it is in a Mac Pro. I if you're if you're a, a Mac shop, just go buy a Mac Mini server. It is way cheaper. 
<laughs> buy a good two thousand dollars. Yeah, but somebody somebody needs something specialized that, like that, I'm sure. Uh, but I can't. The, the, think. the thing that I can see that being used for is people who use SolidWorks, Autodesk Inventor, and Ansys, because yeah. all three of those are extremely processor heavy. Doesn't matter what you throw at them; it's just going to suck down all the power and pretty much whatever you give to it, it's going to use. So it's going to make full use of all of those cores. Or maybe if you're running like. What? Maybe like high-end After Effects, work graphics, Final Cut, if you're doing something really, really intense. Um, Like I said, video houses will be doing something like that. And that'll be about it, you know. Um, Because I know a lot of editing has been tossed over to IMAX uh, in a lot of at least smaller houses. They're not springing for the Mac Pros, but because they, they they're really at, on the level, and uh, I mean you can get a core you can get a quad core i five, which is perfectly fine in the twenty one inch or the twenty. I mean the twenty one inch quad core i five is fifteen hundred bucks. Don't really need that. The only thing that you would do for a video house, if I were a, a video editor type person, I would go with the twenty seven inch. That's seventeen hundred. That's not the worst, and you get a twenty seven inch monitor to to boot. So. I think Apple's not killing off the Mac Pro specifically for the big video houses, the big audio houses, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of audio engineer people who have been waiting on those Mac Pros. Yes. Yes, there um, are. Uh, they, don't, so, they still don't come with Thunderbolt, though, and that's the big thing they're missing. But I, nope. I, and, and nope. I, I don't think so because that was the big complaint was uh, that these things need updated. They need to have Thunderbolt because the video houses are the ones that are buying those expensive, high-end Thunderbolt devices they don't even have usb3 no they don't no they don't but i wonder since they are supporting it I, i'm sure there's an add-in card you can deal with oh yeah there's cards that yeah. you can get you can get a usb3 and that's the other thing is i the big thing that came out of this that that's for nerdy people like me who build hackintoshes is that because the laptops now support it Apple will now build USB 3.0 support into the OS, which means that I can add in a USB 3.0 card and get all of the benefits without having exactly. to, you know, subvert myself to terrible drivers from the internet, which is always <laughs> a bad thing, kids. And which, you know, and that's, you know, still, there's no USB 3.0 on any desktop solution at this point because the iMacs haven't been updated. No, I, I, I see the uh, there's there's been multiple analyst people who have been saying that they're going to update the minis and the uh, iMacs soon. Probably soon. Um, I, I know the Mac minis came out July last year, uh, so they'll yeah. probably probably be on the same. Uh, I'm guessing that they'll you'll see uh, a Mac mini or an iMac bump. They're not going to change anything with the design, so they're probably going to bump them to the Ivy Bridge chips bump them to USB 3 and maybe some additional memory then call it a day. Exactly. The Mac minis are, are the la- the Mac minis are the power books or power books. You're welcome everyone for that historical reference. The Mac <laughs> minis are the MacBooks just in desktop form. They use laptop chips, laptop memory. They use laptop fans. They're basically a power or a MacBook that's been just chopped up into a square. Which isn't bad, you know. It- it's not bad. The MacBooks are great. Mm-hmm. It's just when you when you think about that, comparing the Mac Mini to the iMac, the iMac is running a real desktop chip, real desktop chipsets. Those things are different, mm-hmm. and they have different levels of all sorts of nerdy things that I don't want to bore the people of this podcast <laughs> with. <laughs> well, let's move on. Of course, the update we can touch on real quick. Uh, Mountain Lion is a new OS X. It's only going to be twenty bucks in July. So yeah, I'm buying that. That makes that a no brainer. You know, uh, I'm hoping. That with uh, the full release of Mountain Lion, that they fix the hugest problem of all with messages. Hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, messages allows you to send iMessage to or iMessages to iPhones, iPads, and it all works together. And I just lost my video, so that's cool. You're back. Oh, okay, came back. I just watched my camera turn off. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> the iMessages doesn't sync. So if I send, if someone sends me a message, I get a notification on all of those devices. Mm -hmm. And then I can start replying to them. But when I do reply to them, it stops sending the messages to all of the other ones. So it's not syncing the whole way around. 
it doesn't sync the whole way around. So Apple keeps talking about, well, I can be replying on my Mac, and then I can just pick up my phone and leave and go and keep talking. Which you don't have That's to not how that works right now. No, no. <laughs> so and now it's a beta, of course, that we've been using, uh, at least yes. on, on, on the desktop side. Um, yes, and so, also, uh, so hopefully they pulled the, the link to that today. They did. Yeah, so you can't get it anymore. Probably a reason. Probably a reason for that. So, uh, so twenty bucks, easy update. It's going to have uh, if you have, and this is interesting, the new power nap feature that will actually update your computer while it's sleeping. Uh, yep. Only applies to the MacBook Air and the new MacBook Pro with Retina Air like device. So yep. I, I'm presuming because they're like solid state, solid state based. Excuse me. Uh, solid state based, so uh, there's no spin up on the hard drives. So that's my guess, at least. Uh, I would I would say that, but I know that app I know that an Apple laptop can run with the screen closed. Yeah. Um, if you run it with an external display, it runs just like a desktop. It's just a really big Mac Mini. Yeah. Um, I think that they're doing it because it is so, because of the solid state more for the battery savings than it is for spinning up the hard drive. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, that's, that, that's a bigger suck on the hard drive or on the okay. battery. If you have to spin something physical up like that. So uh, really big push on solid state drives through all the, cause I think even the regular Mac pros now come with solid states, right? Uh, no, no, they, they still come with a regular okay. physical hard drive. Okay. You can get it. You, it's an option. I know it's an option. Um, and that's supposed to be tremendous. Mm-hmm. If you're, I know, I know uh, Alex Lindsay, one guy I follow, uh, he's talking about streaming four streams into one laptop. That's pretty intense. I've, I'm actually looking at solid state options for my work laptop mm-hmm. more for more so that I can run my Windows VM that I have to run for various pieces of software, mm-hmm. but keep that running on the side and save all the speed for the main OS where I really live. So then the big thing, of course, that we're all waiting for, iOS 6 was announced. Um, lots yes. of new features to this. Over 200 new features, guys. Oh, this iPhone, is where they, they start to throw in, like, new features, and they call them things, but no one uses them. Exactly. Now, let's, let's start with the updates to Siri. I know. I think you were comment, commenting on it as well. Uh, you can get sports scores. You can get, uh, you can get uh, Rotten Tomatoes movies. Um, what else could you get? Uh, they're, they're, they have Yelp in there now. Yep. Uh, so they're adding lots of services. They also threw in there because it's not, because it's tied into maps. Um, and, and we'll kind of get to this. We'll kind of jump into there real quick. Apple partnered with open table too. So if you say Siri, find me a restaurant nearby and it'll pull up the restaurants. If you find one, you, and it uses open table, you can make a reservation through there. Nice. And now, how widely how widely used is uh, Open Table at this point? Because I know there's been other services. It's this, fairly used. It, it's getting fairly well okay. used. Because I know there, there was a few of them. Because we, we talked to uh, uh, No Wait here locally, uh, and, a, and I know there's a few others out there. So, um, but the, hey, that's you can literally have Siri now book you a table. The only other thing that I'll point out from the Siri portion of yesterday's announcement. And this only really matters for people in and from Pittsburgh. Is that the Pirates were in first place on the presentation? <laughs> this is absolutely true. Go to the Verge's uh, uh, photo stream mm-hmm. that they were doing, and they're like, and uh, Scott Forsell goes, uh, "Can you show me the national the National League standings?" And Siri pulls them up, and right there, boom! Pirates first place. Just so you guys know. Um, but yeah, they 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 they're kind of letting Siri grow up. Yeah. The only uh, the big thing that I think they missed, and I think they're still working on getting it to do other things, mm-hmm. is it still there's still no API for developers um, to get into Siri. They see, and you can also launch apps with it now, which is is going to be handy. I've kind of wished I could do that for a while. Um, they're also doing an eyes free mode, which is going to. Uh, Interface with multiple cars. It's going to be an option. It's going to be in cars here. Uh, they listed uh, a good amount of dealerships, or I'm sorry, uh, car manufacturers. No Ford, I noticed. Surprise. Because they got They've their, got this little thing called Sync. They got and they're not giving sync. that boat up. Mm-mm. Mm. We got people developing apps for it. They're, they're building it in the Pandora. So, well, so why Pandora, would they? Pandora, I'm just going to say this. Pandora, um, 
how do I want to make this really nice without making Pandora sound like a woman of the night? Um, she's a woman of the night. She's my woman of the night, AJ. Pandora. I live on a on Pandora. I know you're a Spotify guy, but Pandora is no, 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 just no, 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 enough no, no. woman for me. Pandora is the woman of the night because it's with everyone. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> There's never. <laughs> I've never seen anything. It's like we don't support Pandora. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody supports Pandora. Uh, but they're, they're supposed to be cheap and easy, Pandora. Cheap and easy. From Davitech in there. That's their tagline. The whore that doesn't work like the commercials? What? Uh, he was referring to Siri. Oh, I see. Siri doesn't work I like see. the commercials. John Malkovich. Facebook gets integrated, much like we already have with Twitter. Um, okay. Why not? Uh, everybody's there anyways, right? Um, I'm not. No. Well, generally. The general population. You're outside. There's 500 million users on Facebook. There are 7.1 billion people on Earth. That's not the general population. That is a sizable percentage. And it's not (laughs) even 10%. Okay, okay. But but still, it it makes sense, especially upside Twitter and everything. Um, So... Yeah, because, you know, Facebook needed the bump and in, in activity on there. Um, this one I thought was interesting. Did you see what they did with uh, your call reception now? Oh, I love that. And I wanted it real, real bad yesterday. Yes. Uh, well, so, you, well, you have your accept and decline. And then you also have the options to reply with a message or remind me later. And I guess now, it will text them back like pre... Pre-made, like, you know, I'll call you later, I'm on my way, uh, what's up, or you can do a custom thing. Um, here's here's the big one. This is for me, and this is for me alone, because I have a very special use case for this. Now, um, where I work uh, has, uh, I work for a consulting company, and my, my outside line that is in my email signature is a 1-800 number, which goes directly to my phone. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that I think it is one digit off from a collections agency <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> because I get phone calls from Canada all the time. My company doesn't go to Canada. <laughs> my company is in North Carolina. So I'll get random calls from Ontario, Quebec, Nova Scotia, uh, Montreal, I got a random one from uh, L.A. But all I want to do is just play back a message that just says, you have reached the number you didn't want to call. This is not who you think it is. I am not a company. Please try calling your number again. Can't I only get called once. They never you, call back. Can't you do something like that uh, with Google Voice? Well, I guess you'd have to integrate that number with Google I Voice. Have to, it's with, it's, that's not with my yeah. Google. Well, technically yeah. it is with Google Voice, but not with Google Voice. I see. I um, see. Yeah, it's it's just really annoying for me, and I really wish I could just hit a button and just go reply with message. This isn't who you meant to call. Try that number again, kids. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but I'm glad that that Apple is really trying to milk everything out of all these random places, mm-hmm. like the phone. Who ever thought that there was more to the phone app? Answer. Don't answer. That's all. I, that's all everybody's ever really wanted. So now I can answer with a message, like, "Hey, I'm in a meeting." We've updated the way you answer your phone. Coming soon to a phone near you. Text the person back who accidentally called you. Hi, did you that put dial fun. me? No. What? Okay. What? Um. Uh. Yeah. The, but they're like they're getting like random things. VIP alerts. Yeah. And mail. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Except if you want to use it for something that BlackBerry has had for years, and you've been looking <laughs> for a replacement for it, and yet still have to jailbreak you to use it. Yeah, um, photo screens been updated, mail's been updated, like you said. Um, hey, uh, pull to refresh in mail. What? Pull to refresh in mail. There has, just, there has like, been one of those in there. Yeah, they added one I, of those in there. So now instead of that little that little refresh button in the bottom corner, you just pull to refresh. I've replaced it with the Gmail app ages ago. To oh, be honest, that, I still have. Well, I have I have a, a Exchange box and my Gmail, so I just have it all going to mail. Yeah, and uh, it annoys me to no end that I can't just pull down to refresh, especially everywhere else. Um, yeah, Passbook was an interesting feature that they added. Uh, this is a new app. Um, let's see. And it's a bit hard to explain saying 148 apps here. So basically, this is where you're going to store your gift cards, plane tickets, train tickets, 
um, Fandango tickets, and, uh, and and it's in a nice little book thing on in the app. You pull it out and you get a little QR code. Uh, some speculation: this is going to be NFC in the next phone. And where um, the, the the other thing with Passbook, those aren't just like Apple's created QR codes. That's actually the created QR code from whichever exactly. vendor yeah. is providing. Um, I really like the idea of Passbook. Um, I just hope that it works in certain places. I know that Delta, because um, I, I, I saw United in there. I don't know if Delta was in there. Um, they, for some reason, didn't support the scanning of barcodes on your phone at Pittsburgh International. They do at Raleigh, but they don't here or in Pittsburgh. Um, I forgot where I lived for a second there. Um, the That is a really cool idea, and there have been other apps that have done it. Uh, I would like to see them, if you could use, and I don't know if this is the case, and I think the developers have to develop their own card, which kind of stinks. But it would be cool, and I know that there are other apps that do this. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I've tried them before. Where you could scan certain codes, say your Giant Eagle Advantage card, mm-hmm. or your Harris Teeter Vic card, which is the, the Advantage card of where I live. That sort of thing would be really cool. If you could scan it and it would create the barcode on the screen and then using some sort of back-end database say, oh, you're using a Giant Eagle card. And it puts like the Giant Eagle Advantage card logo thing there. And then you could use your phone and not have to bring that with you. That would be cool. Um, but I think it's going to take some time for for vendors to pick up on this and go, okay, uh, we want to make sure that our stuff is in Apple Passbook. So if yeah. you buy a gift card, you're, you're you can gonna, just scan you're gonna it. You're going to see big stuff like Starbucks, of course, Amtrak. Uh, it looks like a, a softball. I'm sorry, softball, baseball. What the hell? I'm getting excited for that Yins team game. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's an interesting step. The other cool thing uh, about the Passbook, specifically with airline tickets and train tickets, mm-hmm. the cards are live. So the gate no- if your gate number changes, it updates on the card. Handy. And also uh, sends you a notification or a reminder. So like the, the case in point here was the United ticket. Um, it reminds you before your it reminds you before your flight that you need to get to your flight. Nice. Nice. And just reminds you that you have a flight coming up. So, um, so uh, you know, nominal updates here, FaceTime, now over cellular, which is going to kill a lot of plans for people if they start using that thing. Uh, but we've already had that with Skype and everything. So uh, it, it's nice to see, especially since uh, the phones are on everything. You know, you, you've been tweeting a lot. It was on Boost, Cricket, uh, you know, Virgin. Boost, Cricket, Virgin, not T-Mobile. That's not, it. Not That's <laughs> really what it comes down to, everyone. So at this point, they're not beholden to anybody like they might have been AT&T with features. So now they're saying, well, that's not our problem anymore. You have to figure out. Yeah, Apple has now given up on caring. Yeah. And they're just like, we're going to push this out. And if you can't handle it, you can't handle it. By the way, AT&T doesn't give a damn about being able to support that or not. They just don't. Because they're just going to let you eat your data plan alive. By the way. Four gigs used this month. I still have ten days left to go on my billing cycle. Oh my God, yeah, I, that's I, I, I that's cleared, called being in the car all the time. I cleared, yeah, it really it is. I, I cleared uh, three last uh, last month with seven days to go. I uh, got my little uh, warning notification from AT and T on my grandfather plan. So, you know, uh, Verizon does the same thing too. By the way, oh yeah, yeah, I, my MiFi gets them. So my MiFi beeps, but, and I have a little screen on my MiFi, and it goes, you have a new notification. And I picked it up, and I was like, oh, you, I've used 50% of my thing. And last night when we were all watching, uh, we were all in the Hangout last night, and I picked it up again, and it said, you've used 75%. I was like, oh, I really need to go, huh? Click. <laughs> <laughs> so I have uh, like 25% of my data plan left on my uh, MiFi after... Like an hour and a half. That's nice. Mine, do- <laughs> mine doesn't even have a screen. I wish I could set up. Uh, I just got to be somewhere I can set up text. I don't know. It's been such a mystery since we've been on Verizon for the MiFi. Um, let's see. We got uh, some. I would like to see Apple, and I know this would maybe come in version 7. Yeah, probably version 7 then. Because they put in this VIP alert thing, tie that in with starred mailboxes and Gmail. 
That'd that's be nice. the, I could That'd see that. Nice. As soon as I saw VIP alerts, I was like, oh, look, start emails in Gmail. Ta-da. They put it in there. Um, uh, just, I don't know. Um, sorry, I was bringing up the hopefully the next thing here. Uh, so, so nominal updates, nothing really earth shattering, I don't think. Uh, no, I, I, I've tried to update my phone to iOS 6 today, and Apple's UDID stuff is real hating on me. I, so. I'm very sad that my iPad is, isn't going to get this, as we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, RIP the iPad 1. Yeah, kids. yeah. Uh, and it's such a shame because, I mean, there's, they're, they're putting it on the 3GS, which I believe yeah. came out before the iPad, right? It did, but remember, Apple's still selling those. Yeah. Apple doesn't sell the iPad 1 no more. Mm-hmm. So so if I don't buy the thing that Apple decides to stick around, I'm screwed. Pretty much. Wow. That's. Um, I think the big thing here is, you, you've got to remember, when iOS 5 came out, the 3GS didn't get certain features. Exactly. It was able to update, but it didn't get certain features. This th- The same thing happened... With the 3G when 4 came out. Yes. 4. Like, they didn't get uh, multitasking. The first one with backgrounds? Yeah, background. Well, backgrounds Not and, background and, app. And the, first, the first one with backgrounds. Yes. Like, actual graphic backgrounds. Yes. I think that was 3. Maybe it was 4. But whichever one it was, the previous model didn't have the ability to do it. Because I remember getting a message from my friend. He was like, I can't put a background on my phone. I thought I was able to put a background on my phone. Yeah. And he was real mad about it. So, um, the, yeah, those are the sorts of things that are – that this isn't new. But things like uh, the new map updates, uh, certain features of that will not be on the uh, iPhone 4 and the 3GS. Specifically, that sweet, sweet flyover function. Um, I don't think turn by turn is going to be all, on all of them. Or either. turn by turn. So like that, flyover and turn by turn will not be on the 3GS or the 4. So it's 4S only or new iPad. I yes. So it's uh, Maybe iPad 2 gets it because yeah. they share. A, no, 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 no. They do have a, the 3 does have a better graphics chip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the maps are vector based. These are all super nerdy terms, um, which means that they are not a picture. So your uh, your average Google Map, it's tile loading. If you ever watch Google Maps load on like a really slow connection, you'll notice like a bunch of squares kind of pop on screen as it loads. That means it's actually downloading an image. Mm-hmm. It's a very high resolution image that, as you zoom in, they then refine it. It's um, Frank, help me out here because I know you know what I'm talking about. It's not vector-based. It is raster-based. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I, I know the. I know what you're talking about or, when you see. Uh, the, uh, they're they're bitmaps. They're 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 uh, they're bit, Yeah. 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 They're pictures. In this case, when they're vector-based, it's actually being drawn by math. Yes. Um, it says that certain points are here, 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 and here, and then draws a line between them. That's how vector-based maps work. It's way faster and does all of the loading on the phone. All your phone is actually getting is the math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have new topography, new maps. Uh, they've built in turn-by-turn navigation, so Android users have one less thing to lord over iPhone users. But they've um, been able to get this the whole time. Yeah, there have been plenty of other apps, Garmin, TomTom. Whenever they actually came out with like real... Whenever oh. they put the compass in the, f- and that four? was that was the interesting thing I saw, um, and I actually yes. might have this in the notes here uh, that it's actually being run on TomTom. Yep, and OpenStreetMap. Yeah, Apple is using TomTom, and uh, yeah, and OpenStreetMap, of course, for the maps. So now, this this whole thing has been coming for a very long time. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the whole? What was it? Uh, the last, the last big controversy that Apple had. Uh, iPhoto, the location one, where they were real, where they were tracking your location. Yes, remember that? You yeah, could yeah. Pull yeah. your back up, and there was the app that you could see where you had been. Yeah, they came out during that period of time and said that the main reason they were doing that was to build a traffic service. At that time, they came out and said it. Yes. In this case, and then when they came out with the new maps, traffic service was announced. 
it's only been that long and it's been that long in the making. They've been working on this for that long. Just so you know. And um, they've been working on this a while because they wanted to get out from Google a long time ago. So. Yeah, because I think they've, they, they haven't been able to get the same map updates. They've been getting map data, mm-hmm. which is fine and all well and dandy. But Google's been throwing a lot of features into Google Maps that they haven't been able to put this into is the, the other thing. And I wonder, because um, uh, I think, Frank, we're, I was talking with you the other day, and I mentioned about routes uh, when they showed off routes on the new maps. And uh, we've been able to do it on iOS for a while, and you guys don't have an option of routes. Actually, I, I did play around with that then after after the uh, presser. I, I did find it. it's not something where... Whenever you put in an address, it automatically picks what it thinks is the best. But it does give you an option okay. to go through and look at three and then touch the map or select the title at the top, depending on which one you want. It's, so Android does have that. It's definitely it's been, it's definitely been presented differently, even though it's Google serving the maps. So I wonder if there's, it's more Apple. I don't know if did Apple developed the app for the iPhone just using Google. Well, they I think from a from an app standpoint, I think they were just getting map updates. Yeah. But Google has actually had the um, triple or the three route thing for a while now on the desktop version of maps. Mm-hmm. You could always go in and type in an address and send, and it'll bring back three routes, and you can select them and all that other good stuff, which helps me tremendously when you travel and yes. you don't want to use certain roads. Yes. And I am, um, I'm curious to see how this runs because I, I use Waze, which also has a. Uh, you know, kind of crowdsourced traffic going on. Um, but anyway, yeah. The uh, the other thing that I, I think is interesting is that they uh, put uh, Siri integration in, so you can say Siri, I need uh, directions to some address, and hopefully it gets the address right. <laughs> I can't imagine it, uh, uh, you know, doing so hot with certain roads down here in the south with a southern accent. Um, because uh, there are certain roads that don't look like they're pronounced this, the way that they look, and certain towns that aren't pronounced the way that they are pronounced. So that'll be fun. Um, uh, I did like the thing, the faster route available. Yeah. So it picks up on the fact that there is traffic on the route and says, hey, we're going to move you. There's a faster route. Do you want to reroute? And you can hit reroute, and it'll go around that traffic. That's kind of cool. All right, I want to touch a base on at least one or two things that aren't Apple-related directly, at least, uh, before we go. Uh, we have a few minutes left. Uh, I don't think we mentioned this yet here on the show. Verizon's share everything plan. You've been looking at this, AJ. Yeah, I've been looking at this mostly because I've been looking at Verizon a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, uh, I know the iPhone 5 is coming at some point this year, and it'll likely have LTE in it, and I would really like that. Um so I, my wife and I share a plan and the um, with AT&T. We both have the old school iPhone, um, the, the original unlimited plan. And my only concern with going to Verizon is that I would get stuck into a classic or into the new data plan where I would get like two gigs of data. That don't work for me like at all in any way, shape or form. Um. So I would need to get an, another like additional data every single month to make that work. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when Verizon announced this this morning, and that's uh, just going through it this morning, I saw that they, they've been mentioning this and hinting at this for a while, and they finally announced it this morning. And they did the exact wrong thing, which was p- price it way, way too high. Um, so you get unlimited talk. Who cares? Um, I'm sure that there are a ton of people who use a ton of voice minutes, and that's great. Um, I have, for the first time in years, I have touched like my max on minutes, and I still have 6,000 rollover minutes with AT&T, so I'm not worried about my minutes. But they give you unlimited talk so that you can have shareable data, which doesn't make sense. It's $40 a smartphone. So my wife and I, that's 80 bucks, plus my MiFi, which is another 20 so that's 100 And then I get to add data to it. 
and I would likely get the 10 gig plan, which is a hundred bucks a month. So I would be at like 200 bucks a month for my cell yeah, phone that's, plan that's, for three devices. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, $30 a month for, for AT&T and we have two at 15 for like, I think 250 megabytes just because they're out in the sticks. They're not going to be using that much. They're on Wi-Fi, And that still doesn't work out for me. That that's. Yeah. I, I was not terribly happy with this um i think if they were to do this and they really wanted to drive users into it you do smartphones it you do everything at 20 every line no matter what it is is 20 bucks yeah yeah so yeah. smartphones feature phones 10 leave them at 10 because that's the big one that like parents buy their kids like a, a you need a phone so i can get in contact with you yeah 10 bucks done do 10 bucks for feature phones 20 bucks for smartphones tablets and my fives and then now you're competitive now you have 20 and 20 for me or th- that's three devices at 20 a piece that's 60 and then i would add on 100 now i'm at 160 now you've got my interest now i'm willing to completely break my contract with at&t exactly i'm only going to save so much money and, and, by going with Verizon. and, and they i would save a, a lot more and i'd be far tool. more interested so I can put how many smartphones, how many basic phones I have. Oh, let's see. I have two tablets, but technically I don't really have that on, them online. Oh, I got a MiFi. How many minutes do we use? I think we only have 750. That doesn't matter. You're going to give me unlimited anyways. We use, yeah, I have Twitter coming in, so let's put 5,000. Um, let's see. We got three gigabytes, three gigabytes, megabytes, uh, five to ten. And, yeah, $330, I'll be set. Yeah, that's not worth it. That's fifty dollars more than I'm paying for five phones. Yeah, I, I'm not not interested in that, and I that's, think that that's... there's going to be a lot of people who hold out on this. But this, kids, is the new norm mm-hmm. for family plans. Yeah, you're going to get stuck with this. But so if you have a new plan, that's what you're getting. Exactly, exactly, and and and, and I don't know, and it makes sense. You know, one reason I don't mind paying so much for. The plans we have is we live on our phones. We don't have a landline because there's no reason to have a landline at this point. You know, we have we both have phones on us all the time, um, and and we have them out to the you know uh, our, our parents to make sure they have phones when they travel to visit us or wherever else. Um, so you know, I don't know. AT and T is also supposedly r- rumored to have a share plan. Coming up anytime. And they're going to price it the exact same way. It's probably going to Because be they exactly. know that Verizon's going to do it, too. Exactly. Exactly. Can we end on a good note? Sure, Charles. Yeah. So, also, what we got? Also, since... Because I haven't really said much this episode. No. Bobby um, says that you're in, unimpressed. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Apple. I, I'm indifferent. I don't really hate them and anymore. You're using it anyways. Yeah. I don't really hate them anymore, but uh, no, all these updates don't really affect me. Yeah. Um, so, the oatmeal... Is doing a charity fundraiser right now. In okay. case you hadn't noticed, um, a website known as Funny Junk uh, was illegally reposting everything that he drew, drew and posted on his website. Yep. Um, and he wrote. And a has blog been doing post. it for a long yeah, time too. They've been doing it for years, and he wrote a blog post about it. Well, the owners of Funny Junk. Uh, threatened him with a $20,000 lawsuit in damages because of this blog post. Oh, wow. So he decided that he was going to do a charity fundraiser. Um, he talked to his lawyer, and they tried working it out that way. Um, what he decided to do, and he responded with a, another post on his website, it says, no, I've got a better idea. One, I'm going to try to raise $20,000 in donations. Two, I'm going to take a photo of the raised money. Three, I'm going to mail you that photo along with this drawing of your mom seducing a Kodiak bear. Four, I'm going to take the money and donate one half to the National Wildlife Federation and the other half to the American Cancer Society. It's called Operation Bear Love Good Cancer Bad. In the first 64 minutes, he hit his $20,000 mark. And right now, it's up to over $100,000 in donations. To the point where the attorney for Funny Junk 
is contacting the website that he's using for the fundraiser to have them take it down because it's not a, an appropriate use of the website service. Mm. That is sad. Yeah. Yeah, this guy is getting sued because something... It's like... He, he is getting he's getting sued because someone stole something from him and that person is mad. Yeah. Like he, that's he, like going that's like robbing a bank and being mad that somebody called you a robber. Like Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's not real. That's not a <laughs> thing you do. That's no literally, you are stealing content that is copyrighted. You don't get to sue anyone for defamation of character. Yeah. That's what you do. You defame, you you defame your own character at that point, right? Right. You, yeah, you are. You, you People know that you do this. Yeah. People know this. And in the source code, in, in, by the way, behind all, or I think it's on the source code of all of the pages, he's been drawing like pterodactyls yeah. and stuff. It's hilarious, by the I, way, I, if you I, ever it, read the yeah, source it, code it, of, of an oatmeal page. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, read the oatmeal.com then you really should read the oatmeal.com and chances are <laughs> I, I, chances are you've already read it and you just don't know there's the pterodactyl yeah but he i mean he even put I'm up a mother effing pterodactyl here to petro tarot you a new asshole yes pterodactyl.me but um he even went as far as to uh, re-edit the letter that he received from funny joke junk yep wow. i mean it's all it says uh dear mr amen i represent funny junk a competitor of the oatmeal um i write to demand immediate removal of false statements from about funny junk from the oatmeal when, where you posted the following here's how funnyjunk.com's business operates one gather funny pictures from around the internet two post them on funnyjunk.com three slather them in advertising four if someone claims copyright infringement, throw your hands up in the air and exclaim, it was our users who uploaded your photos. We had nothing to do with it. We're innocent. Five, cash six-figure advertising checks from other artists stolen material. And then it goes on. So uh, can, can I bring up this? Uh, AJ dropped in the chat room, uh, and you posted this over on Insert Coin at the beginning, so we can cross over. The, what if the portal gun, portal gun was, was real? real? This video is awesome. It is awesome, and it is a 100% accurate depiction of what would actually happen if the portal gun was real and jackasses got their hands on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Uh, it is... It's an incredibly well-done video. Yeah, it no, is. It is. The, 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 uh, the special effects in it are amazing for it being that short little uh, fan-made video. Somebody's having fun with the, wow, this uh this the shot of the like kind of it looks like it's the CG version of the gun first person. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. That's over. Uh, if you're on the audio, of course, go over to insertcointobegin.com. That's over there. So well, also yes, um, Disney, you're doing it right, buddy. What are they doing? You yeah. guys, you guys are doing it right. Um, in November, they have a game coming or a movie coming out called uh, Wreck It Ralph. Okay. Oh, I'm starring, so excited for this movie. Starring, oh, is this that 8-bit one? Starring John C. Riley as a video game bad guy who decides he doesn't want to be a video game bad guy anymore. It's okay? the best idea I've heard in a very, very long time. So, uh, Wreck-It Ralph is the protect or antagonist from a video game called Fix-It Felix, which is pretty much like Donkey Kong with a handyman. Yep. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph destroys part of a building... Felix climbs the building, uh, avoiding bricks and ducks, collecting pies, and fixing all the broken windows and stuff. And you just keep climbing the building. And at one point, he's like, you do the same job over and over again for 30 years, and you finally just decide you've had enough. Yeah. And it's literally, like, I, I'm trying to, like, think of the... It's it's like an it's an allegory for like real life and yeah you know it's just kind of like interesting like you I I was like the whole idea of the movie is awesome 
plus you get a bunch of like random video game bad guys <laughs> yes. in the trailer. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, the, the circle where they're all just sitting around <laughs> saying this? about how they're sick of being bad guys. You have Bowser beside a zombie, behind uh, Ralph, beside everyone else. Yeah, that's just Zangief. Pac-Man <laughs> Ghost is in there. Oh, wow. So yeah, they, they, it, they've actually reached out for this yeah, one. Yeah, no. It oh, is, yeah. It is a circle. It is a support meeting for bad video game bad guys. Is it in this now, uh, this preview here? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, now remember, remember, kids, this isn't Pixar. No, this is Disney. This, this is, is Disney, not Pixar. This is a Pixar's Disney? got Brave coming out. This is in Pixar style. It, if you didn't put anything on that movie, if you didn't put Disney or anything else. You couldn't. You couldn't pay me money to tell me you that it was not a Pixar movie, right? It's it, unbelievable. It's, a, it's amazing looking. For oh wow! Yeah. So wait, okay, wait for it. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, M. Bison's in the movie. Doctor yeah. Robotnik's in the movie. Zangief from Street Fighter. <laughs> Zangief, bad guy. Um, but uh, Disney's doing it right. Because not only do they have an awesome trailer is introduced... Is that Kano? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Kano. I didn't realize that before. It, inter- not only do they have an awesome trailer introduced by uh, John C. Riley, who is an amazing actor. I don't care what you say. That man could do anything. He's actually done Broadway. Yeah. He, and it's worked I, out real he, well for he's, him. He, he, he starred in Chicago. Wow. A musical. The, the movie version of it or on Broadway, I mean... Well, he did the movie version, but he's also been on Broadway. Of yeah. And then you see him in movies with Will Ferrell. Cubert! Um, doing... Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't speak Cubert. The he, hero he, speaks Cubert. Yeah, his, his the hero of the movie uh, is really bad in Cubert. Cubert nice. is. Anyhow, um, Disney.go.com slash Wreck-It Ralph uh, released F- Fix-It Felix Jr. The Game. Nice. So they actually released the game that goes with the movie, and it's Jane actually quite Lynch. funny. Jane Lynch is in this. That's amazing. Yes, Jane Lynch is in the movie. They got a number of people who are uh, very good. By the way, check out this lighting. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> they got a number of people who are very good uh, actors, but they also have a really good story to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, Sarah Silverman is in the movie as well. Uh, and they like the part of the movie has Wreck It Ralph going through a bunch of like games, he, trying to be a good guy in all of these games. Yeah, uh, he, that are, I forget what they are. Um, the, the only one I remember that um, looks familiar is a uh, a Halo type game. Yes, like he goes into a a space battle uh, game where, and that's where Jane Lynch comes in because she plays the. Uh, the commanding officer. Wow. Uh, Candyland Go-Kart was in there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John's calling for a, a Candyland <laughs> Go-Kart game. So, yeah, it, it it's an amazing movie with a well-done um, marketing campaign. And where and can I they also find out more? This. Oh, they've, they've done a really good job of, of actually getting a good original story yeah. to tell. Mm-hmm. And most of the time you get an animated movie and, and they don't have a good story to tell or they find one good one and they make a million sequels. Yeah. They um, made a really they found a really good plot to work with and then they got really good people to work it. So I would be stunned if this movie wasn't awesome. All right. Um you guys can check that out at insertcointobegin.com and uh Sorg's going to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, AJ, hey, the, uh, you got that podcast going on. What's your blog again? Uh, my blog, virtualpotholes.com. There's no more WordPress, just hey, .com. You're all officialized. I got all officialized. At AJ. Uh, at AJ Kuftik on Twitter. I talk about nerdy things. You could have followed me during the uh, Worldwide Developer Conference where I was geeking out real hard about it. Um, follow my tra- uh, my travels uh, through there as well. <laughs> I try to throw random things out there on my account. Just kind of follow me around North Carolina. Of course. So Chachi's at Chachi says at uh, yeah. at Chachi says on Twitter. So go follow him there. Insert Coin TV on Twitter. Yep. Uh, we are at AwesomeCast.com. Contact us at contact at AwesomeCast.com. Tweet us at AwesomeCast. Uh, you can also check us out on iTunes, Roku, Blip TV, and YouTube. I got a Roku working, and I got to see what you guys see, because half of you are watching us on there, so now I get to see how that turns out, which means I'll probably improve the quality of the show. Um, 
And also we're recording live every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Eastern Time at live.sogertronmedia.com. You can join us in the chat room. If you're circling us on uh, Google+, Plus, you have the opportunity to jump in there like Frank did tonight. And, uh, and there yep. you go. Yep. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. You have been an awesome chat room tonight. You've been an awesome audience. Have an awesome week. I asked Bob. He said it was. He said the the furthest hot dog toss was a solid forty yards. I honestly have, did not hear about this. How By the way, the uh, best way to throw a hot dog: break it in half. Then I did a lot of traveling. Feet. Can so you do that? I blame that. Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah. yeah the the breaking in half was legal because <laughs> people would take the hot dog like long ways and they would just like squish it up, like try to get into as much of a ball shape as possible, and it would just break as they threw it. <laughs>